Hey everyone, this is the Built for These podcast, episode 28. Man, it has been a long time. It's been like six months uh, since I was able to do a podcast. Uh, which is a bummer. I, I love doing podcasts, both, I guess, alone and just updating about the shop. And also, I like doing them with people uh, the most. That's that's the best is uh, an excuse to sit down and have fun with friends and just just talk. But uh, unfortunately, I would have to say that podcasting is marketing, and uh, it's on the luxury end of marketing. Uh, if I, there is a spectrum of marketing. And this is an off-road shop uh, at the end of the day. So uh, when I have to divide up my time, energy, and uh, brain capacity, unfortunately the podcast gets kind of left towards the end. Um, You know, it starts with phone calls and messages and customers and quotes. And then, of course, there's turning wrenches and actually doing my job. Uh, And we've been busy. 2020 has just been a roller coaster. It's been so crazy. All all good things, but man, it's been so crazy. Uh, yeah, uh, Greenleaf, uh, Josh Greenleaf works here now, um, which is cool. I'm glad to be able to give him a place to, uh, you know, progress in the off-road career that he's trying to build for himself uh he does great work and now he's got a roof to do it under and hope to keep that going and and build that portfolio he has of work and uh refine it into what he wants to do for a living every day uh yeah so you know those are some of the things going on with the shop uh the van stuff is really taking off Uh, My phone just will not stop ringing, quite literally. I feel a little bit guilty about it. Um, The only reason I'm doing this podcast, I think, is because it's the 4th of July, or it's the the 5th when everyone's celebrating. So (laughs) my phone wasn't full of emails and messages and calls. And, uh, you know, that's what I usually spend my free time is checking back with people and getting quotes taken care of, Um, mostly band stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, 2020, there was nothing to do, um, no vacations, no, no nothing, so a bunch of people went out and enjoyed themselves and, uh, went on adventures and either ordered a van or enjoyed their Jeeps and Toyotas or bought Jeeps, um, and now they're starting to receive those vans (laughs) or get the parts in they finally ordered for their jeeps and their toyotas uh so now uh it's our part which which is uh working on them and building them and helping people enjoy their their outings and i don't know hopefully it lasts pretty cool a lot of people enjoying the outdoors and motorsports a little bit more and and uh, realizing how great it is and uh, also makes it so we can work on awesome stuff. And uh, that's my goal here is to work on awesome stuff and take care of our customers. So, 
you know, it, everything's just been so great. It's it's hard and stressful keeping up, but it, it's worth it. Uh, I think we're building a great customer base, and and I hope to keep taking care of everybody as best as I can and, and give them the experience they're looking for and give them the vehicles they're looking for. <clears throat> Let's see. What else should we talk about? What should we talk about? Um, Man, have, I, I personally haven't been out uh, off-roading much. Where have I gone? Where have I gone? I went to 508 International. That was pretty cool. Uh, did some local wheeling up in West Hampton. Uh, I went to Mountain Mud Run just to camp out and hang out with some people. I didn't actually stay for the event. I had some birthday parties I had to get to or something like that. Um, I'm kind of bummed out I missed out on that because it was a pretty cool property, it seems like. So I'm definitely going to go back there with the Jeep. Um... Yeah, I'm trying to plan some sort of car show. Well, not car show. I guess you know, I don't. Off-road show is not a good word, because <laughs> then that automatically makes people think that we're going to be doing off-road things and putting on a show. Uh, basically, a meet, I guess. Uh, off-road meet, maybe something along those lines, uh, based around the shop and my customers and things like that. Uh, I don't want to do something just small, but I also don't want to go crazy. I don't know. I want to have something that's worth showing up to and staying for an hour or two and then leaving. Um, so I don't want to go way off the deep end with vendors and all that crazy stuff, but I also want to have it be big enough so it's worth walking around, maybe have some food. Um, we'll see. I'm trying to piece that together. Um, I was looking at the... Over in South Hadley, the old Polish American Club is now the hangar. So I think I'm going to talk to those guys, see if they want to team up and do something like that. They have a really good parking lot for it. I had a party there once when I was a kid. <laughs> well, not a kid. 21. I had my 21st birthday party there. Really, really big parking lot. Um, Yeah, I'm planning that. I got some sweet new shirts that I... I don't think I've posted them. I've been wearing them. I gave them to a few customers. It's uh, the Built for the East logo on the front. And then uh, it's a cool van that I that I work on. I've worked on two or three times for a customer out in Boston. And, uh, and recently we put a big roof rack on it with some big uh, pre-runner style lights on the top. And uh, that's what's on the back of the shirt. So that, that's a really cool shirt. Um, it's the same one that's on the logo. I'm sure everyone's seen my my newer logo uh, with the van in it. Uh, I'm going to make hoodies and, I don't know, maybe a hat. I don't know. Hats are weird. Everyone likes different hats. Like, I like flat brim uh, trucker hats. A lot of people like flex fit hats. And before you know it, I'm spending two grand on hats just to make everyone happy. And then... Uh, they don't fit big, ridiculous heads like mine. So I don't know. I, I may or may not do hats. Or, or maybe I'll wait till wintertime and do beanies. That's probably a safer bet. <laughs> um, so that's cool. Uh, soon I'll be taking over the whole building. As many of you know, I kind of shared my building with my landlord. But I'm slowly pushing them out. <laughs> and when I do... My current office, I think I'm going to make just a showroom. 
and uh, we're gonna put some parts on display in there that we work with a lot and uh, maybe some Falcon tires and and uh, yeah it'll be a smaller room so it won't be anything crazy I'm not retailing anything still but it, just common parts that we work with I want to put on display so you can check them out and help you make decisions uh, yeah so that's that's that part of the shop. What else is going on? Kind of wanted to talk about. Um, oh God, what did I want to talk about? What did I, think? Uh, I had notes. I don't know where the notes went. I want to start uh, kind of going over once in a while doing these solo podcasts. I want to go over kind of common stuff we're doing on vehicles that you know people might be on the fence about and maybe they can hop on here and give it a listen or, or maybe I can clip it and like do a section on the website of like part reviews or just I don't know just an intro to it so we can get your mind rolling on uh, some of these modifications for example um, the most common thing that we're doing to these sprinter vans is we're installing the Van Compass Stage 4.3 suspension upgrade. That kit contains of four uh, adjustable Falcon shocks made by TerraFlex Suspension and either mini pack Adelief uh, spring packs or full replacement leaf springs for the rear. This package is uh, aimed at dealing with basically vans leaving the dealer lot, the RV dealer lot, within 200 pounds of their max GVW, which is just madness. So what this suspension upgrade does, oh, the other thing it has is sumo springs for the front. They replace the bump stops and they make constant contact uh, and give it an actual added spring rate. Um, which helps a lot with with swaying um, and also acts as the bump, bump stop. But anyways, this kit helps with uh, these overloaded chassis and basically the three adjustments on the Falcon shocks, one super soft, one uh, number two is like around town driving and then number three is super stiff. So, number one, use for off-road or, yeah, off-road basically when you want it to float and be nice and peaceful. Number two is just around town driving or still off-road, but you're loaded pretty heavy. And three is the stiffest where you want that for, basically for like the highway. Like, you want that thing planted on the road. You don't want tractor-trailer trucks pushing you around with the wind. Um... Because if you own one of these Sprinter vans, you know what I'm talking about. When a tractor-trailer truck drives by you, it blows you into the next lane. <laughs> um, so th that helps with that. And you know, I can get more technical about that. But, uh, you know, if you got any questions, give me a call. And I'll really... I can get a little deeper with that uh, with you guys. But, you know, there's that. And, and the difference between the Adelie pack and the full leaf spring it's really just a weight thing um 
it's not just a weight thing. That's a lie. Uh, but mainly it's a weight thing. You can get you can get some pretty light ones. I don't know how low it goes. The only two that I sell are the uh, 4,700 pound and then the 5,400 pound. Um, so when you're ordering that suspension, me or Van Compass will ask you, have you ever gotten it weighed? What do you have for accessories on it? Things like that because it helps us decide which spring you need and how to valve the shocks. There's a two or th I think there's two different tunes for the Sprinter Vans on these Falcon shocks so that you know there's a lot of adjustability but there's like a base tune that you kind of want to start with depending on the weight of the van so um, if you have any local spot if you have any local spot to weigh your van and you can get it set up you know most people are ordering the suspension sorry I'm all over the place most people order the suspension like right when they get their van because they read it on the internet or before they even get their van but, you know, what I tell everybody is, like, you don't know what you're going to use this van for. Like, you may have an idea, or maybe you owned a van before uh, the Sprinter van, and you do know, but most of my customers don't. And they they have an idea of what they're going to do, and they call me six months later, and it's totally different the way they're using it. And uh, that usually results in, you know, ladders, spare tire carriers, extra fuel tanks, and sometimes these options or lifestyles or trails completely change the suspension setup I would have sold them in the first place. So, um, as much as I do want people to just, like, call me before they even have their van, you know, I don't want you calling me two years from now and saying, eh, the suspension doesn't work for the way I use my van, Adam, like, you know, we, we got to change it up. Um, you know, so I, I think getting out there and using it and even putting in a couple of months camping and thinking about what accessories you may or may not want or need or, you know, if you like long trips or short trips or um, towing something or not towing something, you know, those are really important things that uh, come into play when you're ordering this, this 4.3 or, you know, any of them that have to do with tuning the shocks and and uh getting a spring rate but sorry that was a tangent uh the difference between mini packs and full leaf springs basically leaf springs each one of the leaves in the pack has a certain spring rate to it and uh it, it provides a certain amount of weight per inch it gets compressed and the more leaves you have the more range of a spring rate you can have so it's nice and soft when it's unloaded and the more you compress it it gradually gets stiffer if you have two huge leaf springs like it does from the factory you have two spring rates and as you compress it it gets to that spring rate almost immediately and spring rate is resistant so basically it goes from soft to stiff uh, very fast or in the case of these Revels or Storytellers, uh, well, uh, not the Beast. The Beast Storyteller comes with uh, Agile Upgrade, but, um, or Airstreams, whatever. These upfitted uh, Sprinter Vans, they just leave the lot and they're already on, like, they're already, like, inverting the leaf spring almost because they're at max GVW. So you're just pretty much have one spring rate, which is ridiculous. So if you do with the Mini Pack, I believe it has, I believe it has four 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 additional small leaf springs so it gives you about an inch and a half of height 
depending on the weight and then you know it gives you a, a better range of spring rate so it's nice and soft while you're driving and as you compress it or add weight to it it stiffens up um same this helps with swaying it helps with you know the squatting that it does from the factory uh it's great and it works good until you pass about i'd say until you pass about 8500 pounds maybe yeah once you pass 8500 pounds you really have to start considering the the full leaf spring i would say an empty revel with no accessories the way it leaves a lot will be fine with the uh the mini pack but um but if you're going any heavier than that, even by like, even by like a hundred pounds, I, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. You don't know until you get out there and use it, load it up and put it on the scales the way you use it. But, uh, anything beyond a revel full of fluids and food, um, I would say you should really consider the upgrade of the full leaf spring pack because, um, it's just a weight thing. Uh, it's, it's just too much for that factory leaf spring setup is just these huge like three quarter inch uh, leaves um, that are just not designed to be driving around with that much weight on them all the time. So, you know, that I, I could talk about this all day um, <laughs> and customers that have called me to talk to me about this know it. Um, but they, those are just some thoughts on, on that suspension package. Um, and that applies to most of the suspension packages that Van Compass has. Um, the only difference is like adjustable shocks or not adjustable shocks. Or they're ridiculous. Um, I don't even know what they're called. They're automatic adjusting ones that Falcon offers. It's like a module that has some yaw rate sensors in it. That automatically stiffens or softens the shocks as needed. Uh, you, there's like a Bluetooth app so you can control it with your phone and have like presets. It's pretty wild. Um, I have not installed one yet, but uh, I'm sure I will. Currently, I believe due to some manufacturing uh, uh, lack of materials, I think Falcon's a solid seven months out on those. So I don't know if I'll personally be seeing those anytime soon, but hopefully by this time next year, that's a regular upgrade because I think as cool as the fast adjust shocks, fast adjust shocks are, um, I think also just having presets and uh, having the van automatically adjust itself is pretty cool. And if you've gone as far as buying a Revel or Storyteller or an Airstream, uh, you might as well spend the extra cash to have that thing have automatic suspension. I mean, what an upgrade. Honestly, for the cost, it's really not that bad for what you get. Um... So yeah, that's uh, that's Van Compass suspension. If you guys got any more questions, you know, give me a call. I'd be glad to set up a time to really, you know, talk through your van and how you use it and, and what suspension fits you the most. Um, yeah, I, I think that's good enough for now. Uh, hopefully, I can do some more of these. Uh, because we're doing better. I've cut off normal cars. It's just off-road stuff now. Um, which is cool. I've uh, been able to give everything my full attention. And it's really fun. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Um, every day gets better. And I can't believe I get to do this for a living. It's unbelievable.
uh, each day is like more shocking than the one before. I, I, I don't understand. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's a dream come true. So, uh, thank you everybody. Um, I'll try to get a more, uh, exhilarating podcast going here soon. Maybe I can interview some people, but, uh, until then I'll just keep recording these and updating everybody and, and, uh, I appreciate you listening.